be informed, be inspired, and be entertained. That's iRadio That's iRadio OEM all about. We give nothing but the very best in terms of our content, latest information on OEM, and many more. Okay, welcome back to FB, FBRAP103. Human Resource Development. Okay, so are you ready to learn another interesting section all about human resource development? Topic 1 last week, we have already identified four main phases in the training and development process like mix analysis, design, implementation, and evaluation. So today, Topic 2 will focus on the first and second phase. There are several important points in the first and second phase yeah, of the training process that should be given attention, namely the mix analysis and training design phase. Okay, um, mix analysis phase. Okay, what is mix analysis phase? Okay, it is important to carry out a mix analysis to decide whether training and development are necessary in a particular organization. Now, Simone Renner and Harris in 2002 explained that the need for training is due to some shortcomings or gaps with the actual performance level which can be rectified by providing a good training. So this analysis is carried out mainly to determine which division of the organization requires training, the type of training needed, and who requires it. So, need analysis can help us actually to identify any shortcoming or gap that exists in organizational job or employee performance. It also can indicate the need for training such as current job performance can ensure that all employees have skills, knowledge, attitude, capabilities needed to complete their skills then be present tasks efficiently and effectively. Future job performance can also identify whether the knowledge, skills, attitude and capabilities that one has are adequate for carrying out their tasks in future. And organizational performance can indicate whether the organization has achieved its own objectives. Okay, so in short, need analysis is vital because why? Now because it's so simple. The information gathered to determine whether training is necessary or not, where it is needed, how an appropriate type of training is going to be carried out, like who are involved in the program, the conditions under which the training needs to be carried out, and the type of evaluation used to evaluate the training program. Okay, so basically there are five types of training needs. Okay, we have training needs like analytical needs to identify new procedures, legal needs to stipulated by the legal system, diagnostic needs for effective employee performance, performance gap, actually to help employee achieve prescribed performance, and democratic needs, actually to determine as requested by employees. Okay? So, right after this, we will talk about levels of analysis. <laughs> 
Okay, and actually, ha, training needs analysis can be carried out three at three levels, yeah. So if you want to know what are the three levels, don't go anywhere. We shall take a break for a while and enjoy with this song. Okay, welcome back to Human Resource Development XBRA3103. Okay, today basically we will focus on the first and second phase. And there are several important points in the first and second phase of the training process that you should be given focus on, namely the needs analysis and training design phase. Okay, earlier on we discussed on needs analysis phase, right? how this needs analysis can help us to identify any shortcoming or gap that exists in organizational job or employee performance. Ah, interesting. And then, um, there are a few types of training needs. We have uh, diagnostic needs, legal needs, analytical needs, performance gaps, and democratic needs. Okay, moving on to the levels of analysis. Okay, training needs analysis can be carried out at three levels. Now, what are these three levels? Okay, we have organizational, task, and individual level. In organizational analysis, it's actually to ascertain whether organization has achieved its objective. And in task analysis, to identify type and level of job knowledge, skills, attitudes, and working capabilities. And in individual analysis, it's actually to determine whether employees requires competency training or otherwise. Okay, so you see, organizational analysis does involve observing an organization's internal and external environment as a whole uh, to identify whether it has achieved its own targets and objectives. So basically, task analysis on the other hand uh, is more concerned with analyzing a particular job in order to identify the type and level of knowledge, skills, attitude, and capabilities that are required to do the job concerned efficiently and effectively, where else individual analysis focuses more on the employee to determine whether that requires any training in order to acquire the competency that is required. Okay, um, Early on, okay, remember we talked about the training, uh, the needs analysis. So, what are the methods, okay? If you want to know what are the methods of analysis. Actually, huh, don't, be, don't be surprised, eh? there are actually a quite a number of methods and information resources that can be used in this analysis phase, okay? Uh, like questionnaires, interviews, observations, and also by examining documents okay so questionnaires in this technique which use forms a greater number of people are involved in a shorter period of time in addition to its low cost it is much easier to handle and to make an analysis form okay however the response are difficult to control actually furthermore the questions asked have to be few and brief as it will take a long time to complete it otherwise and you know might annoy the interviewers what about interviews okay the interview techniques whether by phone or face to face it doesn't matter it is very effective 
in gathering more and more detailed information. Nevertheless, it is time consuming. Okay, so we will talk about observation and examining documents right after this. But first, try to take a look. For a while, we will talk. Okay, Alhamdulillah, welcome back to Segment Human Resource Development XBRA 3103 in today's edition all about Mix Analysis and Design Space. Okay, so early on we talked about methods. In fact, there are a few methods of analysis like questionnaires, interviews, observations, and examining documents. Okay, we have discovered about questionnaires and interviews, right? So what about observation? Now this technique can provide more actually accurate information ah, regarding a particular job. Because why? Now, because the observations are based on the employee's job-related movements. Simple. Nevertheless, the observer has to be skillful to ensure that no important aspect is being left out. In addition, this technique takes a longer time to obtain correct and complete information. Now, what about examining documents? You know, by using documents that are available, can also actually provide accurate information yeah, on a particular subject. Nevertheless, the documents mean absolutely, absolutely, and Sorry, nevertheless, the documents may be obsolete and therefore not suitable to be used. In addition, the information needed may be difficult to obtain and may take longer time to locate if the silence is very, very poor. Okay, uh, to identify the gap or perhaps training needs in an organization, there are many information resources you may use, but the core techniques that I have mentioned. Okay, um, you know, like Organizational analysis. In this analysis, you can use human resource inventory, skills inventory, organizational index, competency index, and also requests from management. Where task analysis uh, involves job analysis, this covers the job description and specifications, which can identify a lot on tasks and competencies needed to achieve the prescribed job performance. You can even do interviews, observations, work reports, and presentations. Okay, and lastly, individual and individual analysis, where this analysis involves performance evaluation, performance index, observation of work, interviews, and physical events and workers' reports. In this workers' report, um, it can identify which employee should undergo training. Okay, right after this, we will talk about design phase. Uh -huh. Don't go anywhere, shall we take a break for a while?
Okay, welcome back to XBRA310 Human Resource Development. In today's edition, Miss Analysis and Design Space. Okay, um, moving on to the design space. Do you know that the training needs have been identified? The next step is to develop an appropriate training program just to fulfill these needs. So in this design phase, it involves several main activities. Okay, we have defining the objectives, choosing the right program or trainer, preparing training plan, preparing training materials, and also managing logistics. So the first activity in this phase is defining the objectives of the training program. Because these objectives are statements of what is hoped to be achieved from the training. And it also explains the skills or knowledge that will be acquired by the program participants. Now, the written objectives should be measurable and able to evaluate it to facilitate evaluation that will be conducted after that. Now, the objectives should be written from the participant's perspective so that he or she would understand what uh, they should do and the outcome that is expected from the program. Now, a good training objective encompasses three important components, namely performance or achievement outcome that should be known or shown by the participant after they have undergone the training program, conditions or regulations that explain the constraints or needs so that the learned um, behavior can be shown, and also criteria that state the performance level that a participant is expected to achieve or show before uh, he or she is considered successful. Okay, um, after having made the decisions as to whether to develop our own training or to outsource it, the next step is to select a trainer or facilitator for the program. Similarly, as the choice will have as regards to the training program, we also have a choice as to whether to use an in-house trainer or perhaps to get from outside. So when making the right choice, we have to consider a few important aspects such as expertise and cost. The trainer selected must be an expert in their field and have a high level of knowledge as well as wide experience in their field. Okay? Now, to solve the problem of a shortage of good trainers, a training program for new trainers can be carried out. It is common to conduct training programs for trainers in-house trainers with training skills. Now, an alternative to that is to form a team, a big team, made up of a trainer and experts in particular fields so that they would complement one another. The organization's trainer could be in charge of activities related to the training process, while the experts perhaps could handle more on technical aspects. Now, that both the program and the trainer have been selected. Well, it is time to prepare the training and lesson plan. Now, what about so interesting, okay? About the lesson plan, it should be for every copy or lesson unit based on the content of the program, which in turn are based on the objectives of the training program. This is to ensure that whatever that has been learned by the participants will help them to attain the expected performance level at the end of the program. Now, after the contents of the program have been decided, the next step 
that is to arrange them in a particular sequence. They may be arranged in the order from the general to the specific. This is a common approach as it gives a holistic picture of the subject before dealing with these specific aspects in depth. So the student can use the order from the specific to the general. Regardless of the approach we take, we have to make sure yeah, uh, that every subtopic follows a certain sequence will help in understanding and learning process. And the training plan side, meanwhile, covers all the lesson plans for the whole program. Okay? Now, um, we will talk more about this lesson plan. Don't go anywhere. We shall take a bit for a while with this song from Kyle Cruz featuring Kyle Minogue. Questions that we should pay considerable attention when it comes 
speak through the screen shadow. Another important aspect that we should worry about when preparing the lesson and training plan is choosing a suitable learning methodology and activity. Generally, learning methodologies fall into two categories, on-the-job training and off-the-job training. So what is, what is actually on-the-job training? Okay, on-the-job training is usually held at the workplace and during office hours, where off-the-job training, on the other hand, is usually held outside office hours, inside or outside of the premises of the organization. Now, after the lesson and training plans have been developed, all the training materials and equipment to be used can be prepared and arranged. Teaching materials such as transparencies and facilitators' notes will make it much easier yeah, for the facilitator to conduct the program. While learning materials such as participants' notes will help in enhancing their understanding. So these notes are usually put in a file together with this stationery. Files are usually labeled with information on this program. We also have to make sure yeah, that equipment such as LCD, OHP, or computer or laptop are ready and functioning. We don't want the last minute. Yeah? This last point may look trivial, but failure to supply them or get them ready may, may affect the smooth running of the program. Okay, finally, matters pertaining to logistics have to be taken care of. So this includes physical resources such as where the training is going to be held, whether in hotel, in Kataya, or it doesn't matter. Uh, financial resources to bear the cost of running the program, and human resources such as facilitators who are qualified enough to conduct the training or program. For this purpose, it is recommended that a checklist be provided as well. The seating position of the participants in the training hall or um, just a small hall has to suit the objectives of the program, as well as methods or activity plan. Because it is crucial that the chairs and desks and tables be arranged in a suitable way to facilitate the running of the program. If the methodology and activities of the program require the participants to do a lot of group discussions, then it is more appropriate if the chairs and table are arranged in such a position that it will facilitate the learning process. So however, if the objective of the training are cognitive in nature and the lecture technique is used, the most appropriate seating arrangement is that of the classroom. So close attention must be paid to the seating arrangement just to ensure that participants are able to have an uninterrupted view of the facilitator as well as the widescreen. Okay, so there we go, end of our topic 2 today, Mood Analysis and Design Phase. Today, we did learn some important key terms like Design Phase, Interview, Observation, Performance Step, Questionnaires, Task Analysis, Training Needs Analysis, and many more. Bye-bye, see you next week in Topic 3. Assalamualaikum.